guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. I, I'm Do it. Sorry, I'm loud. I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat it. I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys. Get on the back. I need to do that. It is. It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down. (laughs) (laughs) Chucking that bugger. Did you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, I'm just getting his butt out. Is that little Stevie I hear? Drobop. Bow drop. I'm sorry. Uh, Hello. Stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure. <laughs> Every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went... <laughs> like that just happened. Just happened. I saw what is in essence a nature gasm. <laughs> Hey there, everybody. This is Uncle Buck, and you are listening to the Sonic Campfire. This is the Retton River Pursuits podcast coming at you once again. And who do I have with me tonight? Hey, I'm Ryan. I'm Catfish. I'm Kyle. This is Dave. And I'm Will. Hey, guys. It's good, bud. I like that. <laughs> we've, yeah. had, we've had a big a week. Enthusiasm. Are you ready for a bigger week? I'm ready, bud. What do you got for us? You got something cool? Because I'd love to hear it. Are you it. turning our week into eight days? Uh, yes, <laughs> I, uh, we're going to. Um, we have another installment of making Pennsylvania great again as far as hunting. Okay. Go um, on. We have a uh, a local hunter, angler. We have with us just north of us uh, from Belfont, Pennsylvania, Miss Sarah Love. Sarah. Nice. Sarah? Hi, guys. Howdy, hey, Sarah. Sarah. How are you doing? Belafonte. I'm doing great. How are you all doing? We're doing awesome. We're well, yeah. I didn't realize Sarah was from Belfont. Yeah, I didn't either. not far from where my cabin is. State upstate. College out north of Altoona. Yeah. Up yonder way. Yeah. I, I have that correct, right, Sarah? Yeah. Correct. Right. I'm not any more central PA than I am. How, how could you? I mean, right what? up there. Penn's Cave. See it by yeah. boat. <laughs> that's, that's their slogan because that's what they do yeah <laughs> now sarah tell us a little bit more about sarah love from Belfont, pennsylvania all right um i'm 29 years old and i'm just thankful to be here today and live life to its fullest and and you do know. you definitely do like we follow you on Instagram and Facebook and we get it like you you're kind of like not unlike us like you're always out doing something yeah and and whenever you um realize how short life is sometimes which I did uh you can I don't know not to take it for granted and know wow I'm not ready yet. I have so much more life to live and just really live. <laughs> no. yeah, the outdoors can bring that out in you too. It can it can remind you how precious life is, sir. I get that. Or how small you are. Yes. Insignificant. But I got yeah. I gotta stop though for a second, guys. Sarah, that the the way you said that it sounded very specific. Like you weren't ready and when you realize how short life could be, it did just give us a quick background here. Is there a what significant happened? event in your life that made um, you feel that way? Yeah. Whenever I was 21 years old, I was in a very serious 
automobile accident and uh, I was drinking and driving and I wrecked my car and I almost didn't make it. Jeez. I, I feel like um, where I should start my story is whenever, I don't know, I guess six months after I was 21, I was bartending at the time and I cashiered and I babysat on the side. And, and at the time I felt really accomplished and I thought I was taking on the world, which I, what I didn't realize was how self-centered I was. I lived to work and my life was a party. I had no interest in anything unless it benefited my wants. And then I had my accident. Um, the day of my accident, I was having a fight with my boyfriend of three years. And at the age of 21, I decided to go to my best friend's house and get drunk and forget about the problems. So I had to work in the morning. So I guess I drove home and all of that which i'm telling you i don't remember it's details i've gotten after the fact well, so um geez. most of us can probably see where this is going on may 7 2010 at approximately 1 a.m my chihuahua nemo and i wrecked in my 2001 pontiac sunfire approximately three miles away from my friend's house nemo was fine and mm, me, on the other hand, not so much. Um, I was, I like flipped end over end, like made an abrupt right hand turn and flipped end over end. And I didn't get found till shortly after 6 a.m. A man jogging along the road um, spotted the scene of my car crumpled it into a little ball of metal partially hidden on the brush of the side of the road and ran and called 911. Seven hours after my accident, I was life flighted to Danville. I had the hospital, which I believe is like an hour away from me. Um, I was admitted to the adult uh, intensive care trauma unit and I was in a natural coma at first, and then I was in a medically induced coma, which allowed my brain healing time. Um, after five days, I woke up. I had two brain bleeds and bruising and swelling on both hemispheres of my brain. I had a collapsed lung due to an, uh, it was an infection from vomit entering my lung. I had continued problems with neck pain. There was more severe trauma to my left side of my brain than my right side, which made my right side weak and handicapped until I was able to rebuild muscle strength and agility. Not as much anymore, but for the longest time, I had trouble with short-term memory loss and brain overstimulation to an extent. I was in the hospital for one week and inpatient rehab for two. I was sent home to live with my parents and continued outpatient rehab for six months. And after about eight months went by, I was finally allowed to go back to work and live out on my own again. I went back to my job as a cashier at a grocery store, and that's where I remain today. But because of my traumatic brain injury or my TBI, I'm only allowed a certain amount of hours a week at work, even to this day. As far as being able to live out on my own goes, I've lived in a house I've lived in since I was eight years old, and my dad owns it, and I live with my older sister and my eight-year-old nephew and 
will be two-year-old my nephew at the end of the week. Um, she's helped me a great deal since my accident, and I don't know if I would be where I am today without my sister. Um, at this part of my stories, whenever we're getting to why I'm gone into the great outdoors, so uh, what was I to do for entertainment? When I got got out on my own, I went from living with my parents for eight months to not being able to leave the house for fear of overstimulating my brain to complete freedom. Although I had zero finances to do anything, I started back at ground zero uh, to buy a car, pay rent, my cell phone. The bills just kept piling up. So I started, I like couldn't go to the bars anymore because I couldn't drink anymore, which everyone else my age at the time uh, was doing that. So that was hard and I didn't really have the money to do it and I to join in on the fun anymore or the desire. So I'm like, what do I do? And that was whenever I started fishing. And nice. Uh, I met I just met up with different friends. Fishing to me didn't necessarily mean catching fish. Like, honestly, I figured when I was on the bank, you have to cast as far out as possible to catch something. So there was a lot of weight involved and probably not too many fish caught. <laughs> it was just as much fun. Um, I'm in that camp. <laughs> and remember how I said that I had trouble with short-term memory loss? Well, that's whenever I started taking all of the pictures that I have for me to remember all the moments. And I felt like I had nothing for so long. It was only like nine months in reality, but nine months of not doing anything. I like told my parents at home every day I was in prison. <laughs> but um, I forget where I was going with that. No, no uh, it's, Sarah, it's absolutely a, an astounding story so far. So get... <clears throat> Like, but so, that's why so, I started taking pictures. So to yep. help me with like reminding, like getting to see, wow, no, Sarah, like you felt for so long that you didn't have a life, but you have so much to be grateful for and so many adventures. I just basically was turning into an adventure junkie. And this is for my story where I introduce, um, Around a year after my accident, uh, Kelly and I became attached at the hip. Yeah. And Who's Kelly, got, though? She was. So, a group of, uh, ooh, this, I guess, let's see, how do I want to explain Kelly? She had just gotten out of a long-term relationship at the time, and so had I. And so, um, we just started... I guess we had mutual friends that fished together, and that's what started our friendship off. And try to remember, I was pretty much broke all the time still, so Kelly showed me all of some of, like, some or all of the hobbies she was into. I already owned a canoe, and so Kelly and I went out on canoe together, and we fished and played in creeks and rode motorcycles with my family, and her friend Maddie took us for a ride on his boat, or we jumped on our friend's trampoline, or we went swimming in a friend's pool. Like, we just were always go, go, go. Um, went 
in a friend's truck to see how muddy we could get it. Kelly taught me how to shoot her bow. Uh, this was her passion, which ironically was the name of the bow she let me shoot. She took me bow fishing for the first time. We went to the truck pools at our local fair. She taught me how to shoot skeet. We went mini golfing. Kelly, on her pit bike. Kelly is my catfish. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. She, like, taught me. I was Come not on, let's in, get that I truck mean, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess before I was just into, uh, I don't know, I, I was going to school at Penn State. I was bartending. I was cashiering, babysitting on the side. I just, I didn't have time to do anything, really. So, and I guess I was starting to become, um, like, resentful because I was always felt like I was doing something for everybody else. And so Kelly kind of showed me, no, like, look, this is how life is. And it's what it became. And uh, she, Kelly gave me an old bow and it was an old buck bow. And I still shoot it to this day, but really? yeah, at the time I, um, I just was trying to shoot it as like, a regular Like an Uncle bow. Buck bow? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a buck bow. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I couldn't get consistent with it, like, to save my life. And I tried to, like, order new bow cams, and they don't have any for this bow. It's so ancient. <laughs> so I might know a guy point, who could look at that for you. We could probably fix right. it up. You want the um, bow doctor to check that out? That would be pretty amazing. Ryan will be a Jennings Buckmaster. That's what I'm. It is. It is. Ryan, it's, only, it's the only Buckmaster model there was. Yeah. Ryan will put his stethoscope on it. He'll yep. get that back in the front line. Well, action. I, I wanted to still say Buck. So <laughs> no, um, Uncle but so Buck. I, fa- I realized. <laughs> I realized that I couldn't shoot my bow though, because I like I couldn't. I also found out that I needed glasses through shooting my bow. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, so I put the bow down, and I'm like, man, whenever I, like, save up money, I'll just get another bow. And um, at that point in time, Kelly let me try shooting her um, her bow, which was a Hoyt Vixen at the time. And I pulled it back, and it felt amazing. And... That's whenever I realized that my draw length was too short. And so, like, I for sure put my bow down. So, uh, let's see. So, I guess I figured I got, whenever I got the money, that I would get my own bow. And then after that came Halloween, and soon after it was Christmas, right around the corner. Um, right. Stay with me, people. It's about to get a little bit on the sad side. Um, so on December 21st, 2011, Kelly was taking a ride in uh, with three other people in the back mountain road after they had left a bar whenever the driver left lost control of the truck. Kelly didn't make it. Um, life as I knew it was flipped upside down again. My best friend for the last nine months was taken from me. Uh, for the next several months, I was in a fog. I went on adventure after adventure, anything that would keep my mind busy enough to not have to deal with the pain that was just under the surface. I clung to Facebook because it was a way to occupy my mind. 
I'd look through the pictures. I had all the pictures of Kelly and our adventures through my pictures. Kelly and I were only friends for nine months, but I had more pictures of her than there were days in the year, which also made it very easy for my Facebook friends to see how close Kelly and I were. On Jan- January 19th, 2012, Candace Crick, a Facebook friend from Oklahoma, made a decision that I'll never forget and I'll be grateful for for the rest of my life. Candace had won a contest on Facebook, the Bow Life Challenge, and she was she won the Mission Venture by Matthews. And Candace then, with Bow Life's permission, turned around and donated that bow to me. That's a and cool bow. It is, and I still shoot that today. My buck bow I use for bow fishing, so I shoot that. And, yeah, the draw length's a little short, but... um, So, uh, Candace gave me the bow with the condition that I use it for hunting, and so I took it out um, hunting, and I got my first doe that year, the first year that I had taken it out. I think I actually shot two doe, um, but, and I guess the way that I normally wrap up my story is now that you all know how I got to the great outdoors, my dream in life is, uh, I don't really have a dream in life, but is to never be without the outdoors again. And I just, I'm still an adventure junkie and I don't know, it's, like an adrenaline junkie but it's adventures i just anything in the outdoors that i can get my hands on (laughs) there there is something that changes in the human spirit um this is uncle catfish by the way um sarah there's something that changes you when you get hurt not many people in life not many humans in life know what it's like to be at the edge of life or life changing experience as that you went through. Um, unfortunately I do. I fell off a building when I was 20. I I broke my back. I've had four back surgeries. Um, I've been through a lot and I've also been down the alcohol road and party road. Um, and the outdoors, uh, I've mentioned this before is, is, is a lifesaver. It's a church. But once, once you find that, and you get addicted to that. You you call it an adventure junkie. Once you get addicted to the outdoors, as you did, um, it will change your life. You don't you don't need the party life anymore because you wake up and can't think or breathe without going fishing, without going hunting. Um, yeah. And, and it's I, so I absolutely can. There's a part of me with you telling your story. Um, I also lost a really good friend in my life that I can really coincide with your story and I understand a lot of it. So I'm very proud of you for, I'm very proud of you from me to, from not going back to, it's very easy to give up and just go right back to alcohol and go, my life's over. You know, that like I got a shitty deal in life. The cards weren't dealt in my hand. Why did this happen to me? But you didn't, you're out, um, you're out enjoying your life and you're out doing what you love to do. Highly impressed with you, and uh, I, I really appreciate you opening up and sharing your story with us because I have a long, drawn-out, similar story of a lot of rehab. And but um, it's very cool to hear the fact that you fell into love with the same thing that I did, which is you know the the church that's outside, and that, that's yeah. a very cool story. So I'm sorry for 
Goodness, you're lost. Happy to hear that you're finding some peace with the outdoors as well. Oh and yeah, I'm. I'm not. I found. I found out in life too, real like too that I'm not sorry. Without some of those things in my life, I probably wouldn't be here. Without Will in my life, without the injury in my life, without the outdoors in my life, I would have been gone a long time ago. I would have been in prison or dead. I'm going 100 miles an hour. However, so I to me. It was maybe God's way of saying, slow down. I'm going to throw you off a building if you don't. Um, mm. And I didn't, so he did. And uh, so this, you know, it, like, I just, I can feel it. Even this morning, you know, just this morning, I had a few minutes to go out and catch a massive bass on top water this morning. Five it, plus pounds. Yeah, five pound bass this morning. And I stopped everything I was doing and looked around at the lake. The, the water was calm and flat. The geese were sitting over by the cove. The little details of the outdoors now stick out to me where I had before my injury, I, I, I still hunted, but I, I would have driven by it and never noticed it. I notice everything around me now. And it, it takes a life-changing experience to get to a place where that is like you are now. If you can stop, you said it yourself. What, what stuck out to me the most was, I loved to go fishing with my friend, even if we didn't catch fish. That yeah. is somebody who loves the outdoors. You don't have to kill something or catch something in order to enjoy where you're at as long as you're with your friend. So my condolences to you on your loss. I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but no. I, I wanted to throw that out there as my thought process. I really appreciated you sharing your story there. Uh, There's a really solid opening to me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And You're I, very I, welcome. I want to I pigeon tail on a point that Catfish was making, too. Pigeon tail away. If I can. If I can, real quick. <laughs> because, Sarah, up, one of the things that I noticed, and it was, it was just like Catfish said, how you, know, you loved every moment you got to spend in the outdoors with Kelly. And I just want to throw this out there. You're honoring her every moment that you spend in the outdoors going forward. Well, not you know, only she that. got you into that, and it saved you. And now you can honor her as you continue to do that. Yeah. So that's just, that's, that's an amazing yeah. thing. Here's the wild part too. If you are out there and that's truly what Kelly loved, Kelly's there. Oh yeah. If you, yeah. if you get in deep enough, she'll talk to you. Yeah. And I mean, people call me crazy, but I can hear my mom sometimes when I'm. That's not why we call you crazy, enough. bud. So, but yeah, the, 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 the is your word. Yeah. The wild, the outdoors will talk to you if you, you are in it enough to, if you can connect enough, you'll see it. Will, Will, Will has seen it once. We, yeah. he I, called it a nature gasm. I don't know if that's really the right word, but um, <laughs> it spoke to him at one time. Like he was speechless on what he saw. And that's uh, those little moments in life are what we live for. And, but, I think you're so young. I mean, you're my age, so you're so young that you got so much. <laughs> you got you got so much adventure left in you that um. You know, I can only wish you to to really only be joyful every second because well, you got that second chance as I did. I had the moments where, like, uh, you know, I was fortunate to take a deer. I was taking, you know, catch a big fish or whatever, but like catfish and and, and you hopefully you can appreciate this sarah um like catfish is like it wasn't exactly good enough that i had the biggest moment of my life you know 
uh, with an archery eight point, you know, um, he was like, remember the temperature, you know, remember how you felt and remember like that, the raindrop kind of just going in and out of the crack of, you know, of those trees, you know, like the, the bark on the tree. And like, like he literally, like, I remember so much more about that moment than I ever would have had I not called him exactly after I, I shot the deer, you know? Mm. Um, so like the, you have these people in your life that show you things and, and teach you things, but then you have these people in your lives that change your life and make you who you are. Uh, and it sounds like Kelly was all of that yeah. in yeah. a bag of chips, you know, the, the short time that you knew Kelly, the, the drastic the the drastic influence that she had on your life that kind of set you on this path to to the great outdoors part of it is like my brain was a little bit reset too so i just was given such wonderful perfect like i'm just so blessed and the tools that i was given while i was relearning i don't know that makes sense. To set me on the right Absolutely. path. And I don't know who was telling me a couple people ago said about the memory of the the rain in between the tree or whatever you said. But the whole point was that you said, remember all of those things? Well, that is definitely something that I <laughs> would love to do, except for sometimes I have a little bit of memory problems. So I take my pictures and write stuff down because I might not remember the yeah. moment as well. And it's frustrating. Right. But no, I'm just, yeah. My point was just <laughs> to have that person who kind of like inspires you to do a little bit more than you normally would. You know, mm, absolutely. Uh, yeah. All right. That's, that was the whole thing is like, you know, catfish, you know, wanted me to, um, Enjoy ha- more have than that just moment. That. More, you know, more, that there's a little, that there's always another layer. And that dude, um, he had to step out, but that dude does that. I mean, he absolutely he lets you like he he taps into something. He's the human onion. Yeah, there's always yeah, another. <laughs> there's something else, you know, and yeah. and it might be the best moment of your life. You'll take it like to that one, that honey bun level where yeah. it's just like it's one more, you know, it's one hmm. more notch. It's it's eleven. It's awesome, Sarah. You know what we mean by that honey bun, dear? Um. I don't know. Maybe uh, honey buns with R two is a special. There should be an emoji for us for honey buns. Yeah, we really. need honey bun emojis. Um, oh, um, great. Like, think of your best, most epic day that you've ever had in the outdoors. Right. There's too many. Okay, but <laughs> how do you how do you end that day? You have a honey bun and you just sit back and reflect on the entire epic day you just had. It's a honey bun. It, it day. just takes it that one more. It notch. just it's takes like, it up it there. The, yes, you had the best day ever, but it's not there until you hit that honey bun. Like Captain Jimmy Del Rio would say. Yeah, yeah. Just take it to the next level. I'm yeah, gonna take, take it to the, the next, next level. level. <laughs> you know, the one of the things, at least that I like, really love about the hunting industry specifically, um, way more than probably, I don't know, a lot of other outdoors things. Um is you can almost remember 
or at least for me, I can remember like every, I don't know, maybe, yeah, every hunt that I've ever been. Some of them stick out more than others, but your, your hunt, I don't know. I could tell like real long in-depth passionate stories about every single hunt I've been on. And what? maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been on as many because I've only been. No, it's an intense time. It's a really intense time. You're focused on a lot of things. You're listening very hard. You're wa- you're looking very hard. No, every sense you have is on high alert yeah. from mm. start to stop. Yeah, and there's, there's like, not a lot of situations. And my wife doesn't get that. She's like, you, you know, I come home from a hunt. And I'm tired. And she's like, why are you tired? You've just been sitting in a tree for four hours. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, I have been, like, on edge. You just, like, opened my eyes to why I get so tired. Or, well, like, why people get tired. (laughs) I understand the elements. But, yeah, you're right. Heightened senses. There there isn't a chipmunk that had a hiccup 100 yards away that you didn't go, what was that? (laughs) What? What was that? I smelled deer like I've been, you know, downwind of deer where I didn't know that it was deer until, but I knew something was there. And yeah. It, you know, it's that deep, real musty. Yeah. Deer wet, smell. Deer wet smell. Hair. Yeah. 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 Wet hair. Um, but, you know, it like this. So like your senses are, there's a full on assault at all times. Well, and it's kind of ironic that, you know. Hunt, hunters and fishermen get this Don't bad you think? get this bad rap of uh of <laughs> being out of touch you know with with nature and kind of just being these killing and animal abusing machines yeah, but I really do think I mean I think hunt just us as outdoorsmen and outdoors women are some of the most in touch individuals that I've seen just kind of with we're the ones that appreciate it the most right and the luckiest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> Phil. Phil and catching salmon. <laughs> you just mm. you just bitter that you weren't the best for once. That doesn't but make we, sense. It's for the current. I wish I could take you guys on my current adventure with my new mud motor. It hauls. That looks did fantastic. You, did you guys fun. see that beast? <laughs> I, have you seen that, guys? On social medias? Oh, I th- yeah. I think she's the northernmost person to run this motor. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's you pretty are, intense. Yeah, it is. It's a mud it's not motor. not like camping. No. Uh, Do you get it? <laughs> intense. Intense what? A wigwam and a teepee? That's too intense. <laughs> oh, that is too tense. Sorry. I didn't mean to get all stressed out. So you got some boat overhaul going, do you? I mean, it's only a 13-horsepower motor, and the guy that sold it to me, actually, it's funny how it worked out, Um, he's an old co-worker, and my dad was like, like hey, sir, I think I got a new boat. No, he, my dad was like, hey, Sarah, I think I found you a boater for your boat. I'm going to go check it out after work or something. And then my old coworker, my dad showed up and he's like, hey, you're Love's dad, aren't you? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And then Cody like um, told him, oh, yeah, Sarah took me bow fishing for the first time. And like we used to work together and all these different. I don't know. So the guy that gave me the boat. 
um, has even higher of a, or it's not a boat, sorry, the motor, um, has an even higher horsepower. And I'm like, you're going to not make it. Like, I've only got 13 horsepower, and that thing flies on my little 14-foot John boat. <laughs> like, it's going. <laughs> Sarah, what, what's your favorite color? Um, ooh, I don't know. Happy. <laughs> Happy. There you go. Happy's <laughs> not a color. I was thinking. Right. I was thinking since I'm not too far away, you could bring that John boat down to our house, my house. We could uh, spend the weekend sanding that thing down and painting it purple with some gold flake for you, like just making it really rocking. Really rocking, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about purple and gold. Oh, that sounds good. The ducks will never see it. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, the, but the some color blind ducks. Yeah. I've no. uh, I've painted boats before, just not my own. My own like says bass something on it, like bass killer. There's, I don't even know. These the letters need taken bass off. killer base. <laughs> That's my new thing. I just want to paint everybody's boat now. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good at it though. I mean, I am definitely up for it we, we could, i just need to learn how to listen i know how to run my boat just fine i just have not learned how to trailer it yet so well, it takes time yeah i just need to learn how to get it from me to you and then we're good it's yeah, like love uncle buck yeah. will come up it takes time it takes time. <laughs> we'll come up there and help you bring it down we could make the the we could paint it camo if you'd like we could make a sarah love camo pattern yeah, that would be way more preferred. <laughs> I could make a love stencil and we could, uh, like the word love, and we could just spray it in different patterns all over it until it looks camo. <gasps> That's awesome. Like that idea? Let's make that happen. Yeah, I'm That's down. What he does. That, you're good. <laughs> oh, that boy good. <laughs> he's real good. Oh, he's real nice. Mm. So well, what, what are we going to use? What are we going to be using this boat for, Sarah? Fishing, hunting? Uh, what are we doing with it? Mostly fishing or bow fishing. Um, the fish are just starting or are spawning where I am. So carp are. So bow fishing is definitely. I was bow fishing last week. I tried to uh, listen. It was my first time out on the water with this new motor, and I was so excited. I forgot like how to. I guess it was my first time taking the boat out for the year. I forgot what all I needed to bring. You didn't. I put shot the pl- fish. You put no, the plug in, right? I did. Yes. All right. <laughs> but I shot um, a fish, and then I went to hand my bow over and teach my friend Kylie how to shoot, and she like shot it in. in to the water once or twice because there's way more misses than hits you just gotta go in knowing that um then the arrow knock broke and it's one that's like connected to the arrow it's yeah. not one that yeah and i forgot to bring the spare actually just forgot that i had bought an entirely new arrow at the end of last year <laughs> nice in your area have you heard of lake howard that's where i'm going <laughs> That's my lake. He's That's like my dam. psychic. <laughs> Ryan literally just stabbed me with his eyeballs. I, and I, okay. I think I've got a cabin. Sarah, uh, I think you in, and Uncle Catfish are college. about ready to go out I was to the just going to ask her, like, hey, I don't want to spot burn or make it too local, but, like, where are you going for this? And Catfish throws out Lake Howard. She says, that's where I'm going. I'm like, why has no one told me this? 
Lake Howard is. <laughs> I have. I've been Sayers. around. It's called Sayers Dam. It's in Howard. Yes, I've been around a few times fishing, and I've never seen as many carp as I've seen in Lake Howard. Really? No, never. They in the thousands. There's a lake in Black Machanan State Forest. Is that worth going to? Someone Actually, the guy that no, but Black Machanan is not far either. It's maybe forty minutes from me. But there's that's just not, not cell phone lake. service there, and there, yeah, it's just not good for bow fishing. I'm thinking it's, a road trip. To, yeah. to 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 Sarah Love and Lake Howard. Have you not been to Lake Howard? No. Some I would of the world love that. Some but of the world renowned crappie fishing there is. They Yeah. Listen, I was my just friend getting Cody ready. that I wait, my turn. So my friend Cody that just got or I got my motor from, um the first time I took him bow fishing at Howard Lake or Dam, um, he shot three fish with one arrow. What? Nice. I kid you not. Like no, you're kidding. It's, no, no, I think there's a us? picture of it somewhere. Did he have a honey bun after that? He should. No, he wasted it. He was it. in my honey hole. I took him to my honey hole. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably should have. <laughs> yeah, you should. You guys should have a honey bun after that because that's an epic, epic. That's day. honey bun worthy. But my jam is kind of closer to Kit Kats. Dude, I? Well, I mean, whatever. But whatever I'm just saying the honey better. bun. For like is a special case. Although I kid you not, whenever I just went took my motor out for the very first time earlier this week, I really did have a honey bun. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Was it the best day you ever had? It was one. Of yeah, them. it was pretty stinking good. I had, I had one for breakfast. I like it when they're pretty stinking good. I woke up this morning. Yeah, so I had one for breakfast. <laughs> Amen. It's a great time. I, I think we all woke up this morning. I found one sure. from our Sodas Point trip in the truck. I ate it anyhow. It was flat. It was underneath all the luggage, I guess. That's when they're good when they're smashed. That, that was a special honey bun for a very special Smash occasion. buns. That was the end of the trail. Sarah, did, did we, we saw you at the Great American Outdoor Show. Um, the past two years in a row, correct. Yeah, we stopped by and said hi to you. And uh, I, I think that I waved a few times. I haven't actually got a chance to talk to you much in person. It's because Bucky is very territorial. It is. He hogs her. It's, <laughs> it's normally very, very hot in that building with 100,000 people. And you're constantly wrapped up in this cocoon thing. Um, I don't know how you don't sweat to death and die inside the building, but... <laughs> Since you've brought light to that product, uh, they're pretty impressive. So, it's um, IWAM outerwear. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's to keep you pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> Top to toe, <laughs> snuggy. Yeah. Keep we you warm and dry and scent contained, and it's, it's, but it's like breathable. It's just amazing. You sold uh, you sold me one for my wife. They have the Penn State ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's waterproof. That, okay. that was the Stadium series, right on. Yeah. yeah. Now, Sarah, I only have one big issue with the the eye. What is it, Kyle? They don't come how, in eight foot tall. How is it that you don't? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dickie. Good on you, buddy. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Two sheds. Sorry. <laughs> how is it that you do not fall asleep? While wearing one of those bad boys into the woods, I feel like I'd I'd walk out in the woods you as soon as I'd, I'd sit down people? and be like, "All right, I'm out." Ready? This is what I tell people because it's the truth. But um, I think I've only fallen asleep once, maybe twice. But point 
Wouldn't you rather be sleeping out in the woods than at home? There is like, not. Yes, there's nothing yeah. wrong with falling asleep while hunting. Touche on People you. feel that that's as like as long a, as you have your safety harness, and there is a safety harness hole, so you can wear your safety harness with it. Then you're golden. Some of my best naps oh, came in a about, tree stand. Oh, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was talking about but, like turkey hunting in the, the ferns and the spring. I'm I'm out. I wake up if they're around me. They're around me. If yeah, you not, get that slight breeze. Where here's the thing: if swaying. they came in while I was sleeping and they left while I was sleeping, I never saw one, so it didn't exactly. happen. So this past fall, <laughs> I fell asleep the first day out. I was in, at an outfitter in Ohio, um, crazy horn outfitter, and someone was sitting underneath me, and they said, "Hey, you didn't see those two huge shooter bucks." I'm like, no, like in shooting range. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I was sleeping. Yeah, you can't fall asleep when somebody else is with you, though. You called them in, though, didn't you, Sarah? What's the uh, snore? <laughs> the snore, the snoring. I guess <laughs> the snoring's like always that. doubled as a grunt call. <laughs> I, but I, 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 I did end up getting a buck. So nice. I mean, it, Uncle I'm Buck was super. So jokes though. on them. <laughs> I, I've been, uh, I've been you know, had like a late night or something like that where like catfish and I've been in the blind and he's like, you know, go ahead, bud. Just, you know, take a load off and, uh, you know, just a couple minutes there. Take the edge off. You'll be fine. I'll keep watch. I, <laughs> and all that means is he's just going to take pictures of me snoring and post it all over the social media. Never happened. <laughs> You know, so all that's you know, it, it could be a trap, but I mean, it sounds like he cares, but at the but at the, you know, whenever I see myself snoring, then you know what true brotherly love hunting allows each other to take watch and go, listen, man, it's it's like a warm May morning. It's gorgeous. Us listening to the birds as the sun comes up, you get sleepy. It happens. You've more already than been not. up for three hours trying to get there and get the blind set up. And, and it's cold I, at six. You know, it's cold at six, but like eight o'clock, you have too much clothes on and you're just passed out. If but I had also, an eye womb, I would never hunt again. I'd just sleep in the wood. <laughs> if you fall asleep, I know. I always say it wrong. <laughs> if you fall asleep, I'm sorry, sir. During like spring <laughs> or like fishing season, if you find us, if the other person finds a snake, it's automatic permission to have that. It's gonna get thrown on you if you're sleeping. Oh, I didn't know this what? rule. Oh, I didn't know this rule. Oh, it's who do you hang with? What? Yeah, you're in a different. Yeah, you're, you're in a get different shot. If you do that to this me, this might be your last day. <laughs> Old DK and Steve Irwin out there. <laughs> DK Irwin. Oh, boy, look at this. I always get my one cousin with that. He'll be like, "Yo, naughty." He'll be like, "Cracking." We'll be fishing and he'll nod off, and I'll throw a snake. Like if I if I find a snake when he nods off, I'll, I'll throw it at him. Well, if we were in Australia, then the Iwan would would like attract snakes because they like warm places. <laughs> She's a real beauty, she is. <laughs> Look at how much she wants to bite you. What happened to you? I, I don't know. Uh, Bushmaster climbed up in my eye wall. <laughs> it stings, but it makes me feel like a man. Yes. I just caught a snake uh, like two days ago, and I was going to walk up the steps into my house, and we have a rock wall next to the driveway, and it, was, it looked like this a copperhead, but... It wasn't, it had like, I don't know, the head was more diamond, not triangular. It looked, I don't know, almost like a small bald python. But regardless. It was a corn snake. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a corn it's snake. A, it's a corn yeah. snake. Yep. Yeah. They look. They look. Diamondback copper that, face, but it's got that pattern um, like a. I'll like send a you a picture. Yeah. They make great pets. I'll send you a picture. That's but what I Perry released Farrell it says. across. Oh. I, re- I released it across the road, <laughs> um, behind my neighbor's house, <laughs> and so that I was walking. Um, past the same exact spot like an hour later and there's a snake there. The same, like, was it the same one? And yes. then the, Two no, copperheads. No. Is it a two-headed um, snake? Once, no, you, once you feed it, a snake broccoli, it'll come back forever. <laughs> well, I thought it was mice. I think I have a snake nest. Uh, <laughs> I have a snake nest in my rock wall walking to my house. Oh, probably. But, like, they're not venomous, so we're just I don't know. There's mouse poop in my garage. Hopefully they can help me out. <laughs> oh, they'll help you. <laughs> That's a great you, way you to look at it. catch them and let them go in your garage. That's the trick. Uh, well, the garage door doesn't... It closes the whole way, but like the one corner a snake can fit in because I watched one go in there one nope. time. Yeah, my garage door's the same way. That's how the chipmunks get in my garage. Yeah. But if a snake could fit in it, a world record uh, mouse could fit in it. Oh, yeah. Or Absolutely. a wombat, yeah. Or a wombat. Up by up by my fox, my fox mount in the garage the other day. I come down, turn the light on, and this beady-eyed little mouse was up there by my fox, looking at me like really? I couldn't see him. And I snuck <laughs> over there, nice and slow. I was whispering to him, "Hey, buddy, you know." Hey. I tried to grab him by the tail. Mice can jump like fifty feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in a split second, too. Just I'm going. like, dude, he flies. And he yelled, "Hi, He went down through the Dewalt freaking tolls, and <laughs> you know, right down through the boat paint, and he was gone. I wish Stevie was here because he had a guy. He has a guy yeah. that you know, a, he had a, a bee hole problem. The snake hole guy. Yeah, the bee hole guy. I think Stevie still has a bee problem. Yeah. Stevie's house is infested with everything. He's got carpenter amps. Kids, snakes, bees, <laughs> six hundred kids, <laughs> multiple. <laughs> They're buried up to their head in cast masters. <laughs> That's so the problem. This, this one time, I was cleaning, trying to clean my gutters in my house. Right, so I get up and I start throwing sticks off the roof because we have like two of the biggest poplar trees, like one on one side of the house and one on the other side, in like my entire town. They're the biggest ones. So there's lots of sticks. So I'm throwing them I down. I heard you're very sudden, popular. Yeah. That was good. So, but you should keep those sticks because they make great spindles for a fire starter. Really? Oh, yeah. That's a tulip poplar. Poplar? Big tall one like that. Let me just tell you. Hold on to that. I was, I was throwing I sticks off my roof. Throwing sticks off my roof. And then, ow, ow, ow. You try running away from bees while you're on top of a roof. Doesn't work. No, I don't do no, that. They I mean, fly. I skinned my knee on the shingles, <laughs> trying to run. I don't know. You can't run very far, but uh, without falling was, off. I don't exactly, and I don't know what kind of bees they were. I can't remember, but they you can like sting you more than once. Yellow, Yellow jackets. jackets, honey bun bees. Those are the yeah. sobs of the bee world. <laughs> sobs. The mafia. The bee They're the bee mafia. Yeah. Amen. They are the bee mafia. Bee moccasins. They don't yeah. care. No. They have uh, they have zero care for you. I'll just sting you 500 times. Yeah, and I don't care if I die in the process. <laughs> Yellow jackets do suck. You know, any, anything that... <laughs> they do. Anything that lives in the ground when you walk by and they get you in the ankles. Like bees, I don't... They're one of the only, you know, ground bees. They have their... 
they go in the ground and make all these nests, and then you walk by them, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you're stung up in the ankles, and you're like, what in the world? They're jerks. Yes. Can I just tell you? They're arrogant. The rest of the story is bee stinging me. <laughs> you, got more? you got more? Yeah. So it was a few years back during Spring Gobbler, or like right after, and uh, I think I had like the week off. This was all, everything I'm about to tell you happened within a week. But so my sister and I still live together. She does inside chores more and I do the outside chores. So I was cleaning the gutters. And then after that, I was going to use the pressure washer. And because I have two huge trees on either side of my house, I get all Poplars. this algae or moss on my uh, roof. Oh, so see, I, I don't here. clean the house. I just let it green from the oak trees and the poplars so that the neighbors can't see it. Oh. It's like camo. <laughs> it's house camouflage. So I decided I was going to take a pressure washer to it, but it was a brand new pressure washer. So there's four sides to a pressure washer, right? And I didn't, I wanted it to like not, for me not to spray stuff down and over it because there's that fan on the top. So I wanted it to be real close to the house. And of all four sides I could have had up against the house, of course I was going to have the exhaust up against it. And I put a big hole in my siding. No. Then I, then I had to replace the siding. Um, I was so nope. I got stung by a bee. I burnt my house, and then I had to re-fix that. No then good I was, deed. I was but trimming you... hedges. Wait, I was trimming hedges, and then I borrowed my neighbor's extension cord, and I accidentally cut it in the <laughs> trimmer. <laughs> but wait, there's and more. And then, yeah, they're just wanting a little bit more. And then I fell off the ladder and sprayed my foot. So trimming hedges. It this was is literally like. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, like Chevy Chase. I don't know why my like, dad lets me do our landscaping. Or like, yeah, Meet the Fockers, you know, where like nothing, everything, like cat runs out, house catches on fire, like, yeah. He might be looking for 10 grand from America's Funniest Videos. I miss that show. <laughs> oh, that was a good show. It's not Bob on Saget. anymore? No, Bob Saget retired. But it's still uh, on, Catfish. Is it? Yeah. Who does it now? Um... Carlton Banks. Yeah, the dude from Fresh Prince. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> French. Well, you can't replace Bob Saget. That's like replacing oh, the Bob Barker. Dance. There's been two hosts since Bob Saget. Uh, it's just not the same. You couldn't. Bob, Bob Barker left. You couldn't redo, redo oh, the Lamar. price right either. It's Lamar. What's his name really? It's La- I know it's Lamar. Carlton Banks. Yeah, Carlton Banks. He's the one that does the, the weird dance. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can do that. Yeah. Charleston? Why didn't you do the Charleston when we were on the boat? The Carlston. Oh, because I would have fell off the back and yeah, Will wouldn't have been there to catch me. <laughs> I lunged. You did. I lunged. But I was doing and the running man, so I, I was sent. I did the lunging man. I miss Tori's groin. Sarah, what is it that you have? You have a lot of bucket left, but what's on your bucket list? What do you want to go hunt? Um. It's not really hunting whenever I think a bucket list. Um, like, I want to catch a striper. And I'm, like, not very far at all from Raystown. There's stripers in there. I just have yet to catch one. And, I haven't caught one there yet. Um, I want to catch... I forget there's a few other fish. Oh, um... A walleye. Mm-hmm. Those are... Simple. I've just never caught one. Um, so I guess just, and I want to go skydiving. 
<laughs> Those are my bucket list. Nice. No, that sounds good. I'd like to do uh, the skydiving thing myself one time. I'd yep. like to get over that. In, hey, thanks. Into I asked, race time. I asked this same question to Lacey a few weeks ago, <laughs> and she told me that she wants to do a hot air balloon ride over the Serengeti. You can skydive so, out of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah, right into the lion pit sounds wonderful. Whatever the hyenas, right? Nice. Yeah. But that's what I was afraid of. So I don't know if they can really steer hot air balloons. So like, no. say we're in Johannesburg and like you go up in an air balloon and you know even the wind's blowing perfectly, you know, to yep. wherever, and you're floating over the Serengeti and you're all having fun and you're taking pictures and you're seeing lions and giraffes and rhinos or whatever the case may be. Oh my! And then. These are a few of my I see what you did there. Things. The worst case scenario happens. It goes down, and then you're in a straw basket surrounded by hyenas. It just sounds horrible. Like, I don't trust a big ball of hot air. Right. So I'd rather have the skydiving ability to dive out steers? of it. Do you know who steers a hot air balloon? God. Mother Nature. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, Sarah, like, I would I would go skydiving with you before I go hot air ballooning over the Serengeti. That's what was my point was. We can all do that in Chambersburg. What? Stevie will take us. You can go skydiving in Chambersburg? Chambersburg. Really? That's where I went last time. Yep. Nope. Some Did you, you skydive? Yes, sir. Some of you can. <laughs> Did Ryan's you have a dude everything. bouncing off your back, though? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you jealous? <laughs> and you liked it, didn't you? Ryan's bit. done everything, I and Deke that. owns everything. Deke owns the plane that Scott that probably filled. it was Deke's oh, I didn't plane. Tell you guys about the plane that I keep in my secret <laughs> hangar in Chambersburg. No, no plane. Sarah, would you go do that? You go do some tandem skydiving with, with the us, Rotten River Boys. Absolutely. We, we have we'll not, that, but only if we can get it on either video or podcast. Photography. That's up to Deke. Yeah, we'll just do it all audio. <laughs> <laughs> We have not yet. Oh, I like that. We haven't yet That's podcasted while skydiving. Nope. Uh, we have an H6. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> we can. Yes. As long as we stay within six feet. <laughs> oh, is it like the same butterflies you get whenever you jump from like a high area? No, not at all. You really? have zero sense of falling. These are more like, uh, like that, stinging bees. The, when or like you were, riding my motorcycle. When you were on your ladder getting stung by bees and you jumped off to sprain your ankle, that little <laughs> that little rush in your stomach when you jumped off. Prior yeah. to the None pain of, of the ankle. None so like, of like cliff jumping. No, it's you're not, going. Not you're, any of that. Not at all. You're going the exact same speed, just in a different direction. You have zero feeling of falling. That's awesome. Yeah. See, step, I, I like cliff jumping. No, when you step off the plane, it's just like, oh, hey, now I'm going that way. Oh, really hi. fast. See you, plane. Yeah, that's boy, awesome. I boy, I hope that piece of nylon I packed in a ball in my back is going to work. <laughs> Yay. I Say definitely, definitely need to do it. Like, it's been on my bucket list from the beginning. Ah. We're taking yeah. DK and we're going. Hey, Sarah. Nope. Yeah. I'm not, if I'm not people, jumping. Deke doesn't mind a ball in his back. <laughs> I, I'm, not too. Too. <laughs> I'm not skydiving. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Yeah? If people want to get a hold of you or if they want to follow you, how do they follow you? Um. Well, I'm... <laughs> Maxed out on friends on Facebook. You've been for two years. Yeah. Get yourself a public. I don't know how. I know because then all my pictures won't be in the same spot. We can help you. Bach will set okay. you up. 
He all knows right. all about that. Yeah, we'll help you. But and um, my about Instagram? Instagram is Sarah S A R A, and then what is like the little line? Underscore. <laughs> underscore. Yep. Is it? All right. And then underscore love underscore 1988. Because, you know, it shows how old I am or how young I am. Do the math. You're a year old when I graduated high school. Thank you, Sarah. (laughs) You're welcome, Buck. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm looking it up right now. Sarah underscore what? Love underscore 1988. Boom. Prepare yeah. to be entertained. Yes. yes. Are Big you not time. entertained? Daily. She's a modern day gladiator. Daily. <laughs> hey, guys. How can they get a hold of us? Oh, I should know this one. They, you should <laughs> appreciate our, it, Sarah. But the, the boys should. <laughs> <laughs> they can check us out on social media at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Uh, we can be found on all the social media networks, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters. We can also be found on YouTube under Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. And the podcast itself can be found under iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher. Google, Google Play, Play. CastBox. CastBox. And I believe that is... Overcast, undercast. Don't, Over- for, don't forget to check out the new, updated, revamped, and super sweet website. It is awesome. Get and riverpursuits.com. And that, that website will change weekly, so check back on it. Not the address, though. Right on. Just on the content. And don't forget to give us your feedback, positive, negative, all the above on reviews or any of our social media handles we love hearing from our listeners thanks a lot guys hey thanks everybody this has been a, thanks, a, a surreal and in like introspective I call kind it of Sarah podcast we sarah real yes that's what i call it i have never told a woman this in her life go ahead but your dad's new tattoo is amazing <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> can I also tell you that my middle name is Rebecca? So when you said Sarah Real, kind of like Sarah. Sarah um, Reb. Yeah. It's the Rebel. hot. It's the hot elf. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of went along. That's pretty cool. But, um. So my dad's tattoo is on his his inside of his arm, and it's of. It's actually like it's me, but it's also the lady from Lord of the Rings, the elf. Liv Tyler, with, I don't the know, hot elf. Yeah. Like <laughs> shooting her bow and arrow. And, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And Good my dad said he has to shave it because otherwise, like, <laughs> get a beard. Hey, there's Maybe nothing. A- Nothing Not wrong good. with Elfie Sarah Love <laughs> shooting beard. a bow with a beard. I like it. <laughs> a poor location for not wanting to shave. Nice. <laughs> Do you have your he f- shaves me, though. <laughs> Do you have your phone with you, Sarah? Absolutely. What do you think I'm on? <laughs> yeah, look up uh, Instagram. Look up Darkwater737. Because now, now awesome. that I found you, I... Now I'm going to have to spend the entire night staring at all these pictures and trying Liking to figure all out all this stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> look awesome. at the size yeah, of that. Well, look at all of yours. Look at the size of this bluegill she's got on the ice. Yeah, guys. I mean. Awesome. She's doing it. 
All right, guys. Thanks, thank Sarah. you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate Thanks, it. Sarah. Thanks, Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much, guys. Mm-hmm. Wonderful talking to you. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate your time. All right. Peace. Peace. Rig them weedless. <laughs> I think hornets are bigger. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bud. Hey. This is our first time podcasting, hey. isn't it? You just threw the <laughs> do you wanna, word out. Do you want to ruin our G rating? You want to ruin our podcast period? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope Liam's listening tomorrow. Are you on timeout? I had yeah, to, we're putting him on timeout right now. God, Sorry, Sarah. TK's on his Sorry timeout. you had to hear this. this you hear how, what? This I'm what we're talking about. That's how we scold our boys <laughs> for swearing too much. <laughs> honey buns with R2 is a special... There should be emoji for us for honey buns. Yeah, we really. need honey bun emojis. Um,